In this episode of the Business of E-Commerce, I talk with John Doherty about how to hire an SEO agency. This is the Business of E-Commerce, episode 111. Welcome to the Business of E-Commerce, the show that helps e-commerce retailers start, launch, and grow the e-commerce business. I'm your host, Charles Blusky, and I'm here today with John Doherty. John is the founder of Credo, where they connect businesses with the right marketing provider from Credo's exclusive network. Since 2015, they've helped over 3,000 brands work with great marketing firms. I asked John on the show today to talk about what you should look for when you're hiring an SEO agency. So, hey, John, how are you doing today? Good, Charles. How are you? Thanks for having me on. Yeah, great to have you on. Super interested to talk about this side of SEO, right? On working with a consultant and how to actually kind of do like the high level of when you should be doing it, if you should be doing it, and kind of all the strategy around that. Um, I've talked to a bunch of guests on the show on kind of the tactical SEO, but this is kind of a different level, right? You kind of focus more on when to work with a consultant, how to work with them. Is that kind of what you guys focus on at Credo? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I actually come from the SEO world. I've been in SEO, doing SEO for about a decade now. Um, for the last four years, been helping companies basically find the right firm to work with through Credo. Um, and so really, I've kind of morphed from like being in the trenches, tactical, that sort of stuff. I can still do SEO quite well, but I find it a lot more interesting on the business side. How do people do a good job of hiring um, for uh, for SEO, for digital marketing, really? Um, you know, I le learned a lot of lessons over the years. You know, my background is I worked I worked agency side, a couple agencies. I worked in-house for a couple of years with Zillow. And then I've also been a solo consultant and then seen 3,500 plus companies come through Credo looking to hire. Uh, so I've talked to a lot of companies. I've seen a lot of uh, Companies signed with firms, seen a lot of companies not signed with firms. I've seen companies sign with the wrong firms. Um, and so it's, uh, you know, I've seen people hire the wrong type of, of firm. So a consultant instead of an agency or vice versa. Um, and so, yeah, learned a, learned a lot of lessons. And it's something not a lot of people talk about. Um, and I think it's something that we should be talking about more, especially in the digital space as we're growing companies. Because once you get beyond just you and you found product market fit or you're starting to get some traction with your e-commerce company, um, then it's, uh, you know, basically the question becomes, how do I scale it more? Um, um, and doing that well was really, really hard as we were talking about offline that like, you know, th this stuff is really hard. Um, and so whatever I can do to help people do it better um, and give them kind of more signal in a very noisy world, uh, I love to do that. Yeah. SEO is one of those things too, where if you're hiring someone external, if you don't really, if you're not doing it yourself, right, you're hiring someone external, you're not going to see results for, you know, 60, 90, whatever days into the future, right? So it's very, unless you know how to hire you're not going to know for a long, if you don't know how to hire, you're not going to know for a long time that you did it wrong, right? Because you're going to hire someone and then three months in, start to figure out maybe we've made some fundamental missteps here. So SEO is a very unique thing because it's not like, you know, a lot of roles like you hire developer or whatever, someone support someone internally. You can look at their work product in the first couple of days and at least see, are we going in the right direction? But SEO is like a very different, it's this very like magical different thing where yeah. yeah, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd say yes and no to that. Okay. I mean, what I've seen actually is that um, like it, it is it is hard to hire for, especially because SEO encompasses so much. And as an SEO that works for an e-commerce company isn't going to work for a SaaS company, isn't going to work for a services company. Um, and so so while, while that is very true, and so you, you kind of got to figure out what are the different things that I need. If you don't know SEO, then, you know, it's going to be hard to say like, okay, do we need, um, you know, do we need content? Do we need technical? Do we need links? Like, you know, what is it? I get a lot of people coming to me saying like, I need links. I look at their site and I'm like, 
you're, I, I can't even load your site, right? It takes 20 seconds to load. Like we, you, we need to solve that first. And like, no, I just need links. Okay. Good luck to you. Um, but then like on the, you know, on the developer side, like I'm, I'm technical enough. I'm technical to a dangerous level, but like, you know, me hiring developers in the past, it's like, okay, I can kind of suss out if it's good. I can suss out if it's working, but I don't know if it's optimal. Right. So I think like basically what it comes down to is in hiring anything, really my question is always who's doing the hiring. So if it's like a marketing manager that's been in digital for a long time, they've hired agencies before, they're they're probably going to do a pretty decent job. But if it's like a business owner that's never done SEO before, is kind of skeptical of marketing. They tried spending, you know, they spent twenty dollars on Google Ads and got no conversions, and so therefore it says it doesn't work. They're going to be much harder, you know, to help hire. And and they're, I mean, and they're actually the ones that I I want to help the most hire well. Um, but they're also the hardest to help hire well. Um, so it really comes down to you know the background, who's doing the hiring, the questions you're asking, um, and uh, and all that. But but we we can get into that because I, I've actually found quite a few ways where if someone doesn't actually know what they're talking about um or, or what what to be looking for um th- there are ways to get clear on that short of agreeing to a 12-month seo campaign and not knowing until you know eight months down the road if you've just wasted that you know uh eight times however many thousands of dollars a month you're paying them yeah so what you said at the beginning though how do you even know if you're a retailer out there and mm-hmm. you've kind of have some different marketing tactics you have a few channels going on but you are yep. thinking about using SEO as one of those channels. How do you know you're ready to, or is there some fundamental things you need to do ahead of time? Or how do you know it's the, it's the right channel for you to look at next? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good, that's a good question. Um, and, and I don't know that there's an easy answer like most things in business, um, in entrepreneurship, there's not, there's not really an easy answer. My question would be, um, you know, is if you, so if you have other channels that are working really well, um, you know, that that's great. My question would be, have you kind of maximized those, right? Have you optimized those? Have you scaled them as much as you can? Are you starting to see diminishing returns? Um, and then just, and then looking at your competition, um, and saying like, you know, how, how are they beating us? Okay. They're, you know, they're killing us when it comes to SEO, right? They're get they're gobbling up all this organic traffic. We're nowhere to be found on the first four pages for all of our main keywords, like that sort of thing. Um, you know, and, and then, you know, th- there's a lot that can be done, um, there, but it also comes down to what have they been doing to rank? You know, how much do we think that they've invested in ranking all of those sorts of things? And all of that matters when it comes to making a decision about whether or not you should invest in it. So let me tell you a story. When I worked at Zillow, so Zillow's, you know, marketplace, not a not an e-commerce company, um, but they uh, they launched basically based off of PR and, and their estimate, right? Their, their data um, uh, play for basically putting a, a price tag on um, all the houses in America. Um, and I, I know the story because I, I used to work, I worked at Zillow for a couple of years. Um, and basically they pushed really hard on owned content, PR, like that sort of stuff, but they didn't focus on SEO. Um, and what they realized was that their, at the time, biggest competitor, um, Zillow Group now owns Trulia, but Trulia was their biggest competitor. Trulia had focused on SEO from the start. Um, and so Zillow actually uh, chose to focus as a company. They they call this thing, or when I was there, they called this thing called the play, which is basically what is the, the whole company kind of focusing on and thinking about. And as you're building new products and all of that, um, who uh, basically making sure that what you're doing is going to benefit that or at minimum not hurt the play, right? But everyone's kind of pushing towards this North Star metric. There's a playmaster, that kind of stuff. It's kind of someone leading the charge. Um, they called a play in 2011 and so basically started staffing up the team. They hired some SEOs. They hired some link builders, some content writers, all that sort of stuff. Um, and by 2013-ish, they, were ba- they basically overtook Trulia. So it took them you know, a year or two of investment, but they had other channels that were really, really working. So my question is always, um, you know, well, 
what do you think the what what is the opportunity right like how much traffic do you think your competitors are getting so just look at scmrush scmrush.com/info/yourcompetitors/domain um and you can kind of see what their uh, what their organic is um i think scmrush lets you take a free trial um as well so you can just like log in for 7 days um but uh if they want a 30 day trial get creator.com/scmrush we'll get them that um but uh, shameless plug there, but, uh, but, 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 but it's super useful. I've used SCMRush for as long as I can remember, yeah, it's a great um, service. but basically looking at like, what are, you know, what are your competitors ranking for? How many searches do that have? How much traffic could you get if you're ranking number one, number two, number three, and then how much budget is it going to take to get there? If you're not an SEO professional, you're not going to be able to do that yourself. Right? So I actually tell people, pay someone, pay a consultant to basically put together an, an SEO, you know, do an SEO audit of your site. Like what are some, some easy things that you can fix when it comes to, you know, technically and all of that so that you can rank, but then also a roadmap for what keywords are you currently not targeting that you could be targeting? What links are you not getting? What, you know, what uh, link content are you not producing? All these things are going to benefit SEO. Um, and then, so starting with that and then basically from there determining if, you know, that budget, say they say it's going to cost you, $4,000 a month ongoing, you know, for the next like two years to catch up to your competitors, you know, is that $96,000 worth it? Um, basically. Um, and you know, or could you put that money into, you know, a new email system or something like that, right? Invest in a cart, uh, cart hook or something like that to, um, you know, to, to improve your conversions and, you know, and, and abandon cart, uh, um, uh, reclamation and all of that. Yeah. Um, but, but so that's where I tell people to start. If you're like, you're not sure, should I invest in this? Should I not? What's it going to take? You know, what am I, who am I going to need to hire? All of that. I, I say, start with a, with, with a, uh, basically an audit and a roadmap, um, to, to kind of get you, uh, get you going and, and at least tell you whether or not you should invest in it. Right. Better to do that and to spend $3,000 and to, to get this, like get this audit and roadmap done, um, and determine that you're not, that you shouldn't invest in it yet, then pay someone, $3,000 a month for six months and then determine that it's not going to get you the return that you wanted. Does that make sense? Yeah. So a most, so this whole audit and roadmap process, is that yeah. something that most of the consultants offer before? Like, cause a lot of times, like you said, you go to someone and they want a six month retainer or 12 month, whatever that is. Do most of them offer the audit and roadmap through the same consultant or agency before you sign up for that? Is that like a paid thing? Or how does that typically work? Yeah, yeah. So it's uh, it, it's kind of all over the map. I've seen it all. Um, but what what I tell people to do is, especially when it comes to retainers, I tell people don't sign a six to twelve month uh, you know, contract if you don't know like kind of wh what you're even going to get from it, right? Or like what your opportunity is or any of that. Um, I actually tell people don't sign twelve month retainers. I say sign an initial three month retainer. Make sure that you're starting to get results um, and that you're working well with the with the person that you've hired, and then go month to month ongoing. Um, so I I I, I literally tell people i'm like don't sign a 12-month retainer you know off the bat um you need to t take an investment mindset into seo but you shouldn't but, but like committing to 12 months up front is with for, with someone you don't know is, is kind of crazy um i feel the same way about hiring full-time by the way um but when it comes to um you know audits and roadmaps a lot of a lot of consultants and agencies do that uh a lot of one thing you have to watch out for is there are a lot of agencies that are going to that are going to offer to do that for free in order to try to build your business. And I always in order to try to win your business, sorry, for the ongoing, um, you know, for a 12 month retainer. Um, and I always say, you know, you, you get what you pay for. Um, I would rather pay someone to build out, you know, to do the audit, do the strategy, you know, the roadmap, all of that. Um, so that, you know, I, I basically know that like they, I mean, they are incentivized, uh, you know, payment wise to get me the right thing, um, you know, and, and, and to do, to do their best job. And if they're then the right person to execute on that, that's great. But sometimes you get an, you get an audit and roadmap done. It's like, you need technical, you need analytics, you need content produced, 
both like, you know, top of funnel content, you need downloadable content, you need all of that, you need links built, you need PR, all of that. No solo consultants can be able to do that for you, right? So if you hire a consultant to do that, then you need to hire an agency to actually execute upon it. So you have to ask yourself, do I need the strategy that I'm then going to, or the, the roadmap that I'm then going to hire someone internally to kind of execute upon or like, or take people that I already have working for me to execute on or uh, you know, am I looking really for, for, uh, the road, like audit roadmap, uh, strategy and services, right? Cause those are, those are two very different things. Yeah. Um, That's and a good so, idea. so usually, you know, usually you need to go to, especially if you haven't invested in SEO before, you don't know SEO, et cetera investing, getting that, getting that audit and, and roadmap done first, probably by a consultant that's, you know, been around the block, that's worked with a bunch of businesses like yours, that sort of thing. Um, and then if you determine that you're going to do like these two things in house, but these other four, you need to find an agency for, then basically get them to get them to recommend, you know, someone to work with or come to create and we'll help you find someone. Um, I like, I like but, that but, th- but there's very much that difference between like roadmap strategy and services. Uh, cause consult senior consultants, especially they're doing a lot more strategy roadmaps, audits, that kind of stuff, but they're not actually executing on the campaigns. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Cause a lot of that, I could see if someone comes up with a roadmap, there's gonna be a piece of that. Most folks can do a piece in house or have someone on yep. the team that can generate content. Maybe they're doing it all right. Like there's pieces that are better suited for in house. There's pieces that are better suited for completely, you know, external, like the link build, whatever it is, there's pieces that, you know, yeah. depending on that roadmap, you're going to want to slice some off for you, some for external. Um, you got it. The, yeah. And, and like, what should be done? And so like develop, like development, for example, for technical, you know, technical SEO, like you have canonical issues, you have no index issues, you have, you know, parameters and crazy parameters going on. You can control some of that in like search console and that sort of thing. But you know, maybe you need some dev work, right? If you have a custom like e-commerce platform, or even if you're on like Shopify or, you know, woo or Magento or whatever, you know, digital marketing agencies are usually not development agencies. And so they're not going to get in. They're not going to be able to, you know, to, uh, to optimize your, you know, your legacy Magento install. Um, right. The the best recommendation might be get onto the, get onto the newest version of Magento. Right. But that's a bunch of work. Um, but their point is they're not going to do that versus they can create content. They can do outreach. They can get you on podcasts. They can do PR. They can do all of that. Um, but you know, you're probably going to be best suited to have the actual development work for the technical SEO recommendations, have that done, you know, in house. And maybe you have a content writer that's creating content. They just need topics and then they need help with outreach or training on outreach or, you know, whatever. There's many, many different ways to, to slice and dice this. Um, and so each, you know, uh, it, it's unique for every company. Um, though there are kind of main buckets that I've seen. Got it. Okay. Yes. That's a super good tip right there. I feel like a lot of people just dive into the retainer and skip over this yeah. part. And this is one yeah. of these things that, you could get you know a lot more value out of that same the same retainer. You get a lot more value out of that if you just use it in the right way versus just saying do everything like yeah like rewrite my Magento install like like you said they're not going to be great at that so that's super good yeah. So now once you decide okay I want to go I I have some tasks I have to hire external for what do you do from there Are you looking at a consultant an agency How do you know when to pick one versus the other Like what's that pro like what is that decision making process look like yeah, yeah, it's a good, it's a good question, um, and and once again, it kind of uh, it, it depends, um, it, and it depends on what specifically the thing is that you need to get done, um, and and also like what your team is and and all of that. So you know, once again, going back to the the you know audit slash roadmap and you know kind of services delineation there, um, as a generality. Uh, audit slash roadmap, uh, consultants are best for that. And for services and ongoing executing on campaigns, uh, agencies are better for that. Um, just as a generality, uh, say, say, agencies, that, say one more time. That was actually, cause that yeah. was important. 
Yeah, for sure. So um, in general, if you're looking to get an audit slash roadmap done, you know, SEO, email, content, whatever channel it is, uh, a consultant is usually best for that. If you're looking for services, someone to actually be executing on the campaigns, doing outreach, writing content, et cetera, that is usually best for an agency. Um, And usually that's because you can string together teams of freelancers and that sort of thing. But then basically you're the project manager, right? As opposed to managing, you know, one, one agency that has the people that are doing all the things. Otherwise you have to go, you have to hire all the people, you know, all of that, all the freelancers. And that's just not good. That, that, that's really hard to do well. Um, so, so yeah, uh, audit slash roadmap consultant, um, and, uh, an ongoing execution on the, uh, services of the campaigns, um, that is usually best for an agency. Um, and, 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 you know, whether you need, and the question usually then becomes, well, how do I know if I need strategy or I need, you know, or I need services? Usually the answer is actually pretty simple. It's, do you have someone internally that's doing it? Right. So if you like if you have a content manager who's a great content creator and is creating, you know, awesome content and they have a team of, you know, uh, content writers that they're working with, you don't need to hire an agency that, you know, to execute on content marketing. Right. You might need help with outreach or like training, like PR training or, you know, something like that, um, you know, in order to, to get links and, you know, uh, press and, and what have you. Um, but, you know, you don't need someone to execute on content in that case. Um, so really it comes down to, once again, that like that roadmap should tell you, okay, what do we need to do technically? What do we need to do content wise? What do we need to do link building wise? All those sorts of things. And then saying, what do we have, what do we have uh, staffed internally? Um, and what are we putting budget towards? And then what do we not have staffed internally? And what are we not putting budget towards that we probably should? And we're not going to hire full time, you know, for whatever reason, can't get the head open or it's, you know, it's a six month thing or, or whatever. Um, and so it's better to work with a kind of an outside provider are there certain tasks that you would like if you had to put the different like seo tasks in three buckets Mm -hmm. bucket you know one being always hire external for a bucket two being never hire external and then the bucket three of sometimes maybe are there certain things that you would you know say always like like for example you would never probably hire a internal accountant or attorney right for your business Sure. Like, that's until you're a certain always, size. Yeah, yeah. It's still yeah. a certain size, but for most, yeah. that's like not an appropriate thing yeah. to do. Where would yeah. that fall for SEO tasks? Like what you should look external for versus internal? Yeah, yeah. So I would say, and, and once again, it's until you get to a certain size. Once you're over really, uh, with e commerce, two million a year or something like that, um, you should probably look at hiring at least like an SEO manager um, full time to kind of facilitate all the things and to, to really run the strategy. Inter- um, internal. But internal. Okay. Yep. Um, but until then, you know, working with a, having like a, a kind of a marketing manager that's kind of overseeing the different, um, you know, agencies and channels and that sort of stuff, they go deep on one thing, but they're kind of like, you know, a little bit deep on the rest. They get the importance, but they're not actually executing on it. Um, I would say that, um, you should almost always hire until you have an SEO manager in, in house who has a technical background, you should almost always hire, uh, if you're looking for work, help with technical SEO. Um, so, you know, all the basic like metadata things, internal linking, that sort of stuff, but then also kind of deeper code issues and all that. Um, you should almost always hire an external consultant for that. Um, when it comes to content, it depends. It depends on the team that you have. Um, but when it comes to uh, to link acquisition, I would say that usually you should hire externally for that. Uh, once again, it depends on what your uh, kind of the strategies that you're executing upon. Um, you know, if it's like if you're going for kind of PR level links, domain authority, you know, which is Moz's kind of score of, of websites. Um, 
uh, which they would want me to say that Google does not use domain authority in their ranking alg- algorithms, um, but it's kind of their zero to hundred score versus Google uh, Google's page rank is zero to ten. Um, basically, if if you look for PR level, so high domain authority, you know New York Times, Guardian, that, that sort of stuff, that's probably best done internally um, with a great story and all of that. Um, but if you're looking for more like you know kind of like guest post outreach and you know that that sort of stuff, um, you know creating creating content. Um, you know, getting, getting you placements, um, that sort of stuff, that's probably best for a, for an agency. Um, and then like bigger creative content, that sort of stuff, unless you have a team that's dedicated to it and you're able to kind of resource that internally with budget and people, um, that's usually best to have, uh, to have kind of an outside firm, um, do for you. Um, and really, really what a firm, an outside firm allows you to do is expedite things, right? So you're, you have a marketing manager and they're like, I, I know we should be investing in SEO, but man, I'm managing email, I'm managing content, I'm managing like uh, merchandising on the site. Um, they don't have time to go and spend 40 hours and do a technical SEO audit, right? Um, you know, you, you should pay someone for that because basically it's going to take three months to get it done. It's kind of an opportunity with the person internally. It's an opportunity cost to a good, you know, some of that focus on SEO audit specifically, they can turn that around in two weeks, right? And you can start executing on it. So it's way quicker than if you tried to do it internally. Um, and, and that's usually the trade-off that I tell people. It's like, yeah, you probably could go and do that in-house, right? But you're going to have to open up the head. You're going to have to get the job rec out there. You're going to have to recruit. You're going to have to hire them. They're have to wait for them to start. You have to wait for them to onboard and then they can finally get down to work, right? So it's going to be three to six months at best before you actually get something done versus if you work with an outside, you know, consultant or agency, you can get going in like two weeks, right? If it's just an audit, you can probably have that done in two to three weeks. Well, and the nice part is, and I would say the agency, let's say something like content generation, they can work alongside of an internal team. Exactly. Right. So you can, at certain times of the day, maybe you want to produce, you know, double the amount of content or whatever. You just want to ramp up. You have that like dial, you can just kind of turn and say, okay, now we want to do five pieces a week or whatever that is. Totally, totally. Or, or yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, if you need to share strategies a little bit, like say you've been investing in, in, you know, content for kind of top of funnel traffic and awareness for 12 months. And so you're getting traffic, but it's not actually doing anything for your business. Right. Um, you know, then it's like, okay, let's shift. Uh, uh, I know this isn't as like prevalent in the the e-commerce space isn't like SaaS or kind of services businesses, but then you can shift to like, you know, high quality, like downloadables and guides and, you know, that sort of thing. But I mean, e-commerce, like buying guides, right? The, the, the 2020, you know, ski buying, I'm a big skier. I live in Denver, right? Like the 2020 ski buying guide, um, you know, like all the big, like back country should be doing that. They do invest in that sort of stuff. Right. Um, so, you know, you can start investing in, in those sorts of big pieces and every year kind of refreshing them and that kind of thing. But yeah, your point, your point is exactly right. And that's exactly what I was getting at is they can work a alongside you. Um, it's, it can be quicker to kind of spin up, you know, those, uh, th- those different things that you need, um, you know, bigger content design, um, you know, the, the, the messaging of it, all of that, um, an agency can work on that, you know, in tandem with your team internally that are, that's doing all the other things. Got it. Okay. So now let's say you find that agency, you start talking to someone, you're like, all right, yep. I want to go with this person. I want to go with this agency. I think this is what I yep. want. What do you, as far as like the contract, I don't know if it's, you call it negotiation, but kind of the upfront deciding that engagement, we're talking about with the retainer, that sort of thing. What little, um, what would you call them? Like what safeties would you put in place to make sure you're not getting burnt with like a 12 month contract, a 12 month retainer that produces nothing? Yep. Like what sort of things yep. would you say you should bake into that to make sure you're safe? Yeah, it's a great, it's a great question. And I'm, I'm not a lawyer. Um, and so none of this is legal advice. I'm also <laughs> not an accountant. So none of this is accounting advice. Um, but 
so with, with those disclaimers in place, what I uh, what I tell people is, um, you know, if someone's trying to get you into a 12 month retainer, ask them if you can start with three months um, and then and then go month to month ongoing after that with a 30 day out um, so that, you know, some people want you to give uh, they want you to give 90 days notice or something like that. 90 days is a full quarter. Right. So like you could tell them at the beginning of Q3 that you're stopping working with them and you have to keep working with them until the beginning of Q4. Right. That's a that's a long amount of time. So usually you can negotiate on that. We actually have that baked into our terms of service on uh, on Credo. Um, um, that uh, that basically when you stop working with a firm, 30 days notice is required. Um, so I would say there is there is that. Um, other than that, some of the some of the things to watch for are or to to require. Um, one is a a monthly report of like what are the things that they've done, what are the things that they do that they're going to be doing, and then what do the metrics look like. Um, so selling on the metrics, you know, uh, um, with them that they're going to be kind of that you're kind of looking at um, and, and a good agency should be like what are the business metrics that you care about that we need to be caring about as well that we should be reporting to you on all that sort of thing they should be asking uh, you that a good agency they should ask you that yeah so you should be ready to tell them that but they should also ask you that um because that lets you know that you know they're not just kind of myopic seos like just talking about links and canonicals and that sort of stuff but they actually get that they're helping you build your business would you, um, you're would you give them access to that sort of data it's like would you give them access to your google analytics and say here's my you know cart absolutely, Check out. Like, absolutely. So you would show them they, they should just be able to log in and pull that data themselves at that point to see they need access are, to everything okay so absolutely absolutely but okay. with, with that having them sign a, a, a mutual nda is completely is completely on the table like you, you should probably do that uh we actually have that baked into our terms into our terms of service as well like you know they should agree that they're not going to share your data with anyone else and they're not going to do like a case study without asking you and show your logo on your on their site without them asking you and all that sort of thing um so, so, so that you should definitely have that in place. Um, yeah, I mean, you should think about them as a, as a full partner. Um, you know, they should have access to your analytics, to your search console. Um, you know, to, if you, if you've been tracking rankings, if you've been, you know, you have a, an SEM rush account that you've been, you know, running site audits for the last, like, you know, 12 weeks running, you know, having it run every week automatically. Um, you should definitely, um, uh, do that. Uh, you should definitely get that access. Um, because the, as much data as they have, that helps them to basically put, make sure they're putting together and then executing on the right strategies. Okay, got it. Yes. And then the reporting part is every month, you know, what have they worked on? And then, you know, what, what are the results that we're seeing? And then what's planned for this month? Um, you should have complete transparency into that. So they should let you know what they've done this month and what they're planning on doing next month sort of thing. Yeah. Totally, okay. totally, and and ideally, you'll have that in like in the proposal and statement of work as well. And on Credo, when people, when pros build out their, uh, you know, their proposals for clients that they're signing through Credo, we actually have them uh, specify out every single month. Like month one, we're doing this. Month two, we're doing this. Month three, we're doing this. And we require that they. Uh, that they uh, submit their report uh, by by a certain date. Client then has you know time to take a look at it, make sure everything you know is correct, all of that, um, and we and they all that has to happen before we actually release payment to the to the agencies um, through our through our network, our, our marketplace. So um, you know th these are all things that I, I think should just be standard. Um, a couple other things to to know. Um, as the business that's hiring a firm, you or a consultant, you should be the owner of everything. You should own the SEM Rush account or the Moz account or whatever it is that you're using. Uh, it, it seems like you know, duh, but like 
you should own your domain, right? Yeah, like, don't I, rent your domain from them, right? I've, I've heard you people own do your that. Hosting. Yeah, you should they own, own your analytics. You yeah, they own, own like analytics. Console. Yeah, I've heard of that happening yeah. before. Yes. Yeah. So, so literally, I, uh, Charles, this happened to my mother-in-law. My mother-in-law <laughs> was a was a marriage and family therapist in Austin, right? So, not an e-commerce business, um, but she had a she had a website, um, and it was it was super old. She was like, I want to redo it. I want to update my messaging. I need to update these things. She'd been paying this guy like four hundred dollars a month. I don't know what he was doing, um, but he owned her domain. He owned her analytics. He owned all of that. And he literally like once he told her that he once she told him that she was like that she was, you know, moving away from working with him. He didn't he wouldn't give me any of that access. I had to go. I had to we had to buy a new domain for her. we had to create we had to get a completely new site created. Um, we had to, you know, install new analytics, like all, all that historical data. Not that there was that much like traffic data and that sort of thing. Right. Um, but like this literally happened to my own mother in law, Charles. Yeah. Um, and I've seen it happen to big companies as well. Um, so. You know, just kind of a kind of a cautionary tale there that you should own all of those things. You should give them, uh, you know, give your uh, your pro, your um, you know agency or consultant you're working with, give them read access. Um, you know, and and unless they're like working on fixing your you know your analytics, uh, you know, installation that sort of stuff, like don't give them write access. Um, there's no reason for them to for them to have that. Got it. Yeah, I I've heard of folks that happening to even someone with their like AdWords account, and yeah, I remember they're like, eh, I'm working with this consultant, and you know. I'm getting more checkouts. I'm like, oh, that's great. What are they like? How are they doing it? Kind of, they're like, I don't know. I don't have, don't have access to the account. Yeah. Whose account is it? What are they doing? They're like, right. I don't right. know. It's so, all their own yeah. account. And like, right. I, so when they cut ties with that consultant, it was just lost. Like all of that information, they could not. Yep. Yeah. So yep. like it. Yep. Yeah. I've seen that too. So it's scary. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So you should definitely be looking for that. And, and usually, I mean, if, you know, someone's above the board, you know, they're, they're based domestically, that sort of stuff, you know, you're, you're not really going to have issues with that, but it's just, it's just something to make sure, um, you know, make sure of just kind of dotting your, dotting your I's and crossing your T's. Yep. So one question, and I hate the question, yeah. but I know people are thinking, so I have to ask the question. Okay. Let's do it. Yeah. What <laughs> everyone kind of wants to know before they engage with someone, what's like the price they should be looking at. And I know it literally ranges from like nothing to just pick a, pick a big number to pick a really small number. But like, how do you know, like what you kind of like, is there a metric? Like, you know, when they tell you, uh, when you shop on an engagement ring, you should use some, you know, I don't know what it is, like three months of your salary, some absurd thing. Is yeah. This, yeah. I think, is it's, some, I think it's two months. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Whatever that awful metric is for, which is crazy. Rings. Cause I would have spent way more on my, uh, my wife's <laughs> engagement ring. If I, if I, if I followed that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, is it, is it that for SEO though? Is there something with like, Hey, you're doing X, you should be looking at spending about this or like, how should you even budget for someone and know what you should expect to spend? Yeah. Yeah. So Google digital marketing pricing guide, um, and, and find the getcreator.com uh, listing there. So I actually have a, a whole, uh, digital marketing industry pricing survey, oh, um, that I, I've I run twice that. now. Right. I did one in 2017. I refreshed it in April of 2019. Um, so basically, um, and I, I break it down between like US, UK, rest of the world, consultants, agencies, services, strategy, all that sort of stuff. Um, as kind of a, uh, if you're looking for kind of, uh, so freelancers are different, right? Freelancers are usually people working on the side or they're overseas or something like that. Um, you know, so, you know, they might charge you, you know, do, I mean, if you've ever used Upwork, right, you've gotten quotes everywhere from like $20 an hour to $2,000 an hour, uh, maybe not $2,000 an hour, but $200 an hour, right? Yeah. Um, a lot. So the kind of the average for agencies and consultants is somewhere like um, blended hourly rate. And most agencies and consultants don't work on an hourly basis. Um, and I actually advise them not to um, because the incentive the incentives are misaligned. Businesses hiring are incentivized to have them work as little as possible. They're incentivized to work as much as possible, right? 
So, uh, so expect to pay your, you know, your pro, if you're getting an audit done, it's going to be a flat fee. If you're getting a, you know, having a retainer, like it, it's going to be, it's going to be a flat, like monthly retainer. Um, and sometimes it'll be kind of a minimum. And then like, if more hours are needed, um, then, you know, it's at, you know, 125 an hour or something like that. Um, so most agencies and consultants charge somewhere between, uh, like 120 and $175 an hour. Um, and, uh, you know, it just depends on who's, you know, who's working on the project and all of that, but they kind of use a blended hourly rate. Um, you know, consultants can become much more expensive. Um, you know, I've, I've personally, and I know a bunch of other people that have as well, like depending on the client, I've charged four figures an hour before. Um, right. But like, but that was baked into what is the, what is the engagement and what are, you know, what's the value that they're going to be getting there. Um, but you should expect to pay. So for an audit, um, depending on the size of your site, so if you're an e-commerce company, um, you're an e-commerce site and you have, you know, under a thousand SKUs, you're looking to get a tech and you're on Shopify and you're looking to get a technical SEO audit done. It's probably gonna be somewhere in the like 1500 to $2,000 range. Um, and that's just the audit. If you're wanting to get like the roadmap in place and that sort of stuff, you know, it'll cost a little bit more. So somewhere in the $2,500, $3,000 range, um, that might be a little high for a thousand. If you're up to 10,000 SKUs, it's definitely going to be in that range and maybe a little bit higher. If you're over 10,000 SKUs, say you're around a hundred thousand or a million SKUs, you know, the, pr the price is going to go up from there. Um, but that's about what to expect. And then for the retainer, it kind of depends on what they're doing, right? They're starting with an audit and then they're producing content, right? They're producing five pieces of content a month for you. Or they're producing like a huge buying guy is going to be 10,000 words. It's going to take X amount of time. You know, they're hiring like a, they have writers that they work with to do that kind of thing. They're doing all this research, they're doing all this design. You could probably, you could pay, you know, in the, the thousands to, to low five figures a month for that sort of thing. But once again, it's all in the, what, what return are you expecting? What traffic are you expecting? How are you expecting to convert all that kind of thing? Yeah. Um, so usually I see e-commerce companies retaining agencies around, you know, and these are e-commerce companies with somewhere between a thousand and 10,000 SKUs, uh, somewhere between 2,500 and five to $6,000 a month. And once again, it kind of depends on the different things that they're doing. So you should understand like, you know, what are we paying for here? Like what's the breakdown of like the technical audit and consulting side? What's the breakdown of the content side? What's the breakdown of the link building side? And if you're like, hey, you know, you quoted me 7,500, but I really only have four to spend, the agency should come back and be like, okay, that's fine. It's going to take a little bit longer to see results. They shouldn't just say like, okay, sure, you can have all that for 4K, right? Like they should actually say like, okay, so we need to pull back on some scope. We need to maybe move like link building, you know, to starting in month four, right? We're not going to do that in months one through three. Let's cut back on the number of pieces of content and we can get you to that like 4K mark. Um, so you know, have an idea of what, it, what you can afford to spend, um, have an idea of, you know, kind of how well organic is already converting. So how much traffic you're going to need in order to really recoup that cost. Um, and then, you know, and, and keep building from there. Um, but that, that should be a decent ballpark for you right there. Yeah, that's helpful. And it sounds like there's a little wiggle room, right? So if they say, like you said, seven, yeah. and you come back and say, I can only spend four. It's not okay. You know, we're done. That's it. Forget it. It's more, okay. We can still do this just slower possibly, or, yeah, you know, just change the order of things. And, yeah, yeah, and and there are some agencies, and I've seen these that they're just like, nope, take it or leave it. Um, yeah. and and it doesn't help them close work, right? Like I'm I'm here to help clients, uh, you know, businesses find and hire the right and work with the right, you know, the right firm. I'm also here to help firms get get great clients. Um, and so you know, I I tell them like I'm like pre present a range of things. It's like here's here's kind of package one, package two, package three, right? Uh, pricing and scope and all that is you know kind of going up. Um, and then people can kind of pick and choose, right? Say you pick the middle one and you're like, let's do this middle one, but I kind but like, you know, we really got to get, got to get down to 4k. And so we, can we cut it back to four pieces of content as opposed to six pieces of content a month? Usually they'll do that. And there is some negotiation room there, but don't expect them to be like, if they pitch you at seven, 
don't expect them to, if you ask for four to just be like, oh yeah, sure, we'll do it for four. Yes. They they shouldn't do that, right? It's not like they are. Why car. did they pitch seven? Yeah, totally. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, one hundred percent. It's not like it's not like buying a, a used car. Um, <laughs> you know, but and if they if they do say, oh yeah, sure, we'll do it for four when they would originally quoted you seven, you should ask why, right? Why did they quote me seven before, right? Um, were they just like thinking I could afford it and they would like try to, they were trying to take me for a ride. If so, that's not the kind of person you want to be working with. Right. Um, like th there's usually not a good answer to why did they agree to do it for, you know, 40% off just because you asked. Yep. Awesome. All right. Yeah. Super helpful. I think, yeah, having some of those guides too, is definitely, yeah. it, it helps you going into it knowing, should I even, should I even bother if you, you know, don't have X to spend what you're kind of looking for the audit. And it's nice just dying with the audit. Cause at least then, you have a roadmap and even if you don't if you can't you know commit to some monthly type retainer at least you have the roadmap and then you personally can say you know what i can do the work just a lot slower than an agency right. which is fine right. too and at least you're moving in that direction right once you, well, also you start executing on it right exactly you start executing on it you're moving that direction you're seeing more traffic you're seeing more revenue from there and then you're like okay i've tapped out as much as i can do i've gotten to the end um, and so, you know, now like, like, Hey, let's go, uh, let's go talk to this firm. Right. Um, and see, you know, if they can kind of take us to the next level and, you know, help see how pricing's changed and, and, you know, offerings and all of that. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Super good tips, John. Thank you. Uh, I think it's super helpful. If anything you want to plug anything, uh, if people want to see what you're working on now, what can they do? So. Yeah, for sure. So uh, the best place to connect with me personally is on Twitter, uh, twitter.com slash Doherty, J-F, D-O-H-E-R-T-Y-J-F. Um, and if you're a, if you're a, an e-commerce company and you're looking to, uh, you know, you're, you're looking to hire, um, then we have a, a, a guide to hiring a digital marketing firm. If you go to getcredo.com, um, it's actually right there on our homepage. There's kind of an email capture there. Um, and if you're, you're looking to kind of figure out, you're, you're thinking through like, how do I even go about starting SEO for my e-commerce company? If you go to getcredo.com slash e-commerce dash SEO dash framework. Um, there's a, there's basically a, a the five step framework that we've seen that works for growing an e-commerce sites, SEO rankings. Um, and you can, you can download it right there. Um, so I, you know, I put that together specifically to help e-commerce companies do a better job, um, you know, getting started with their own SEO and then the guide to hiring, um, to, to help them do a good job hiring. A lot of the stuff that we've talked about here is in there. Awesome. We'll link to that in show notes as well. So thank you very much for coming on today. For sure. My pleasure, Charles. Thanks for having me. Thank you.